0: Hey friend, I'm Crystal Gurevich, and welcome to the Acres of Hope podcast. Together, we'll talk about hope, and what hope looks like in the Bible, and what hope looks like in our everyday life. We'll learn how to live beyond just merely surviving. There's so much more for us, and the miracle of hope is yours because of Jesus. God turned the Valley of Acre in Joshua chapter 7 from a valley of heartache into a promised land, he called acres of hope. He wanted to give the exiled people of Israel his word that their hope wasn't lost forever. And because of Jesus, that's a hope we can cling to. Our hope is never lost. He hears your cries, and he will rescue you. And you have acres of hope waiting for you. You are not hopeless. God always has a plan and God graciously uses his kind authority to take away our shame. And he turns the very reasons why we experience weakness and he turns them into our hope. And a man named Achan and his family tell this story loudly. They were a part of the group of people that saw the hopes they hoped in the desert after they left slavery in Egypt they saw their hopes become a reality in the promised land. And they just witnessed the miraculous victory at Jericho. And after all of those incredible moments, Achan walked around Jericho. And he picked up a cloak and five pounds of silver and a bar of gold. And all of those items were forbidden. God had told him. Don't pick up anything. But he took them and he buried them under his tent. And God was aware that the things were taken and there was going to be a consequence. And the consequences began to happen. The next day at the battle of Ai, it didn't go very well. And all the men lost courage. Joshua, their leader, begins to lose hope that God was strong enough to protect even his own name. And God quickly confirms that the covenant between himself and the people had been broken. Someone took something. And so God directs Joshua to gather each tribe of Israel together in one place. Joshua was to judge tribe by tribe, clan by clan, and family by family, until the person who caused the trouble was found. And you can read about that in Joshua chapter 7, verses 1 through 15. And then Joshua gathers all the people, and the last one standing is Achan. And he admits what he has done. And the cloak and the gold and the silver were the things that Achan chose to put his hope in. But instead of using them for any purpose, he buried them. They didn't help his hope at all. They actually only hurt him. What dazzles your eyes, but burdens your heart and crushes your hopes? What things do you have buried and hidden that you might need to confess so that your full hope can be secured in God's truth. After Achan's confession, Joshua leads him to a valley with his family and his entire flock of animals and the items he stole. Joshua says to Achan, why have you brought us this trouble? Today the Lord will bring you trouble. And all of Israel stoned Achan and his family. And they burned them, and they placed a large pile of rocks over them. And the pile of rocks make it seem so permanent, like a monument resurrected to always remind the people of this day that this place was to be marked forever by this moment. The valley where all of this happened was given the name, the Valley of Acre. Acher means trouble, and acre spelled A-C-H-O-R, means troubling. With names like that, with Achan meaning trouble and acre meaning troubling, it seems navigating around this trouble was impossible. But the book of Joshua, and especially these verses, are important for Jesus' followers over and over again. Joshua, in the book of Joshua, builds holy altars. He creates monuments as reminders of God's faithfulness, and he demands that the people wholeheartedly follow God and his exact words. Joshua institutes divine covenants with God and the people he was leading, which foreshadow the hope and salvation. In Jesus. If the story of Achan and his family was the conclusion of Joshua's narrative, we would truly have no hope. But God never leaves us with only helpless hope. These portions of scripture are a billboard in Times Square with all of the blinking lights of the faithfulness of Jesus's redemption. Achan was always connected to hope. From birth Achan had a divine connection. Achan's ancestry is listed in Joshua chapter 7, verse 1, as the son of Carmi, the son of Zabidi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah. The tribe of Judah? That's the same tribe as Jesus. The man responsible for Israel's first act of disobedience after crossing the Jordan River is in the lineage of Jesus. He crossed the same Jordan River where Jesus would be baptized, and that river is a place where our hope begins too. It's the same place where God lovingly announces that Jesus is his beloved son, confirming he is our Messiah. Your assurance in Jesus is that trouble doesn't always have to last. You, like Achan, are always connected to hope. The consequences of your sins are covered because Jesus gave his life to buy you back for eternity. You are redeemed by his covenant with you. Even in the middle of what seems to be your valley of acre, in the middle of your trouble and what is troubling you, you are are saved. And this is hope. The story of the Valley of Acre continues beyond Achan in Joshua chapter 7. God speaks to two prophets about this valley centuries later. And the way God recalls the valley is remarkable and gives us hope for any piles of rocks that we're staring at and reminding us of our failed hope. Isaiah refers to the dry valley of Acre as the spot where herds will someday lie down and rest in Isaiah 65 and 10. And he guarantees the hope of peace in a place where such tragedy occurred. The people could look forward to the day where joy would be experienced there instead of distress and sadness. And God references the valley again in the book of Hosea and announces that he will turn this valley of heartbreak into acres of hope. Hosea writes these verses to a people who are in exile away from their promised land. He's writing to the ones who have broken God's heart by worshiping other gods and trusting in their helpless hope over his. Israel was in a similar situation as Achan. They were in the middle of a pile of rocks because they had forgotten God. But God wasn't going to let the pile of rocks stay where it was. He had a plan to allure her back into his arms again and give Israel a fresh hope. God says to Israel in Hosea chapter 2 verses 14 through 15, and now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start all over again. I'm taking her back out into to the wilderness, where we had our first date, and I'll court her. I'll give her bouquets of roses. I'll turn her heartbreak valley, and I'll make it acres of hope. She'll respond like she did as a young girl when she was fresh out of Egypt. Preparation begins in the wilderness. Let him take you there if it means that there's going to be hope on the other side. Keep singing and dancing in the middle of his deliverance. Make a vow to never stop singing and inviting others to follow you. You are not helpless. You are not hopeless. You will not go down without a fight for your hope. You are invaluable to the one who restores and redeems. You are the one for whom he turns heartbreak valley into acres of hope as you look for your acres of hope please know my prayers keep going for you asking God to show you what he has planned for you and how his strength will be with you in every moment remember you are a beautiful city be like Jerusalem don't stop stacking you are now poised to never forget that you can have acres of hope.